You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Coming up on this episode of the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. I don't like to see people discontent and striving to always feel like they need to be somewhere where they're not. I just hate to see people like think that they need to be doing more. I guess the permission that I needed in my life, the, per- the permission that I feel like I have right now is I don't need all this other stuff to receive what I really wanted, which was someone to listen and someone that I could pour into. Well, sometimes I need a Darren in my life that will actually encourage me to do that. It's important that we have friends that want to see us have great marriages. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the Kingdom Bringer podcast. This is the final episode of season three. This is episode number 75. Number 75. And I thought there's no better way to end the season than to have another conversation with one of my dear friends, Josh Littlejohn. We sit down and we talk about a lot of things in this episode. We talk about relationships, we talk about friendships, talk about the church, we talk about marriage, we talk about embracing where you're at, kind of like what we talked about with Villanueva last week, but this one here is about like, be present, be in this, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, look around, you've got what you need, you've got what you need for the next step. We talk about it a lot. This is a longer episode, but it's a good one. So hang on and enjoy this conversation with Josh Littlejohn. This episode's brought to you by Podcast Gear for Beginners. Do the things. Check it out. If you have a passion in your heart to start a podcast, reach out to me and let me know. Email me at Darren, D-A-R-I-N, at kingdombringer.com. I'd love to help you out. I'd love to steer you in the right direction. And then you can also check out Podcast Gear for Beginners. It's Jason Villanueva's website that has all the information and some great tutorials on what you'll need to start your podcast. He's got all the gear lined out there for whatever your budget is. Check it out. Also check out kingdombringer.com. Find the blogs, find the podcast, be encouraged, be built up to be everything you were created to be. I'm pumped. I'm stoked for this episode. It's going to be awesome. This is Josh Littlejohn. This is the final episode of season three. Don't forget, we put out our best of episode on Christmas day. So we're taking a couple months off And we're going to have our best of season three episode on Christmas Day. It's going to be a goodie. We've had some good guests. We've had Tommy Green. We've had Michael McIntyre again. We've had Josh Littlejohn. We had Jeremy Krause, the Ann McDonald. We've had all these people on, and we want you guys to get some good snippets, some good clips of this entire season of casting pods that we did. So I'm excited about that. That's always a fun time for me on Christmas Day. Be looking for that, the best of season three. Until then, if you've missed episodes of this, 
no better thing to binge than the Kingdom Bringer podcast. Go check it out. Share it with your friends. Rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple, on Spotify. We are now on Amazon Music. Check us out there. Pandora, all the places, all the stuff. Go check them out. Share it with your friends. Be encouraged by this episode. I want to challenge you to listen to this right here with an open heart. It's a long one. You might have to do it in two or three or four settings. That's fine. Have an open mind either way. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every single time. Thank you for making this podcast possible. If you want to give to what we're doing at this podcast for more future episodes, for more future seasons, for other shows possibly that we're putting out, you can do so at kingdombringer.com. Click the donate page and uh, easy. There's an easy link there through PayPal. That'd be amazing. That'd be a blessing. This is all made possible because you guys like it and donate to it. That's how we keep going. Thank you so much. Hey, I love you. I love you. Be blessed. Thank you, guys. I uh, I don't need to win at all costs, but I'm going to try to win. I want our team to be trying to win. Yeah. And so I hate. I don't. I mean, hate is a strong word, but I don't like to go just to go jack around. Like we're gonna. Ha- I want to have two good even teams, and we're gonna try to win. Yeah. And then, but I don't get, you don't get like frustrated bad. and stuff. Yeah. There's some guys no. that they can't. Oh, even, yeah. They can't even play. You know, if they're not no, gonna not like win. That. Yeah. But I want to. I want to like. I want to make it a good competitive. Yeah. Like, you know, does you're that not, make sense? Well, you're not. You're just not into like completely dominating. Like you, you want good competition, right? Yeah, I would want a good competition. Guy. And I would just want, you know, us to try to win. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's pretty like good. We're not going to not try to win. Yeah. We're going to try to win. That's but good. I could, like, am I going to be like kind of person that wants to like have, let's have two good competitive teams and let's, let's play and we're going to try to win. Are you a leader in that aspect? Like, would you be the guy that's like rounding up? the team and like hooping about it or do you kind of like just do your best? Uh, Are you you the team captain kind of guy? You know what I mean? I was thinking about this the other day um, because I've taken a couple different, it came up because I was, I've taken a couple different personality profile stuff lately. And there's one called the predictive index and there's one called disc D I S C. Yeah. I've heard about that. And, I think the best way I would describe it is I don't feel the need to be the leader, but I absolutely will be the leader if there no one else is. It makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like it's important. Yeah. And so it's like if somebody else is team captain, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Or I will be that if I can't stand when there's no one sort of in charge. Yeah. And so I don't mind being in charge at all, but I don't have to be. Yeah, I feel like that's um my wife actually gave a word one time to some ladies about that about not being they're more than just hole fillers, you know? Like I think there's a lot of people that do that that they're not necessarily like outgoing leaders, but they'll just fill the gaps or fill the holes wherever it's needed. And I think it's that's good and noble, but I wonder if like I don't know. There's almost more value sometimes in somebody taking the reins you know what i mean 
Yeah. Not, not because they have to, but because they're, they're actually passionate about leading. Yeah. <laughs> it depends what it is. Yeah, for sure. If it's, ba- if it's basketball, I'm like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. Is it depends it, what it is. So you're like very easily into false humility. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't need to be the leader, but <laughs> I will. <laughs> I can. I'd rather, I'd rather control the leader. I'm definitely good enough to lead, if you know what I mean. That's good. Yeah. Actually, I think probably the honest truth is, is like, I like to be in charge, but I don't need to be all the time. I don't know. That makes sense. Are you sure that's that's true though? If no. You, if you like to be in charge, are you sure that you don't need to be? How would you know? Like, How would you know that you don't need to be? I guess. If the leader's doing a good job. (laughs) (laughs) According to your standards? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of. That's good, yeah, that's funny. If I'm being super honest. Yeah. Like, they're doing a great job. Like, I don't need, you know, I love this. They're they're killing it. I wouldn't add anything to that. Yeah. (laughs) It depends what it is. It depends what it is. Uh yeah it depends what it is i i just appreciate leaders that are open to feedback and you know yeah it's important but it depends what it is like jude's game the other night it was like it was so hard yeah i was just like oh i could see how this could really eat you up like what are these guys these coaches like who's calling the place i mean like i'm I'm getting wrapped up in a middle school game. Uh, I've always heard that. I've had some. That. Co- I've had some coach friends that say that's the hardest part of the job, man, is dealing with those parents. Like, that's almost a game. Yeah, and I've been. It's a almost coach. a game strategy, like in itself. You know, of like, okay, if I play this kid this week, I'm gonna have to deal with his parents. You know, <laughs> if we call these kind of plays, that parent's gonna be upset. Yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Oh, and I've been a coach, and so I know that, and I would never ever say anything yeah but it was so funny because it was rising up in me yeah in the stands yeah and i want like and i was like oh i just identified it i was like oh i see how that could be this is how this happens i think a lot of that in you i think you're i do think you're a guy that like i think you try to see the best in people you try to find their gifts and their talents and i do think you you want to see them running in their their strength, I think, a lot of times. You know, I've done yeah, I've done some church ministry with you. I've done some different things with you, but I think that's one thing that I've always valued with you is you're not you do you truly do want to see people doing what they're good at, you know? And not just mm-hmm. and not just being a fixture in something, but like whether Or even trying new things or like Yeah. Maybe stepping into something that they don't think they'd be good at or they're people are afraid to try or but you must see it though you you must see the the ability that they might have right even if they don't sure that's a pretty good strength to have i would think as a leader as a leader who doesn't want to lead (laughs) i don't need i don't need to to. there you go that's right you want to you don't need to (laughs) that's good yeah but maybe that's not true so we've had some we've had some good i think really good conversations the last week or so this is 
so this is my last episode of the podcast for this for this year. So let's let's take let's let's take this thing down in flames. Let's try to do it. We've had some good conversations. I think that it always, in my opinion, it always seems to come back to relationships somehow. Like that's always kind of like the the common theme about the importance of healthy relationships. I think with everything you know, we've, we've talked about marriage, we've talked about sex, we've talked about racism, we've talked about church. And I think the common theme there is just like relationships. And I think it's something mm-hmm. that I've, I've struggled with probably most of my life is like maintaining <laughs> healthy relationships. And mm-hmm a lot of the reason that's been such a struggle is because I've been in, I've either been in or I've desired to be in a ministry of some type, church ministry, uh, leadership ministry, team ministry, whatever that is. And that was always like the focal point for me. And so talking about relationships, the only thing that made sense was in regards to church ministry or that kind of ministry. And so every other relationship got put on kind of the side because it didn't line up with my goal of ministry. And so I feel like I I really have lost a lot of uh, what had the potential to be really good friendships even because I was so focused on, on that. But I think you're, you're the guy that really values relationships as well. What's your, What's your, your, your heart right now towards just towards relationships? Like how important is that for you to, to have one, two, three, a hundred relationships in your life that you can trust? Wow. That's a good question. Good. (laughs) That's something you value, right? Like in everything, in everything you do. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm at a point in my life where, uh, I, 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 I don't care as much what you have to say or what you're doing. If like, I can't get to know you or, you know, um, or maybe you don't know me. I don't know. It's uh, it just depends on the context. I think we had, we, we attempted to, we, we've started, I don't know if we're going to keep it going or what, but this, uh, morning zoom call, this morning phone mm-hmm. call with, 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 with some guys and, the whole point of it, I think, was just kind of a, a place, an outlet to just kind of be real, you know, and we've talked about being real, too, and what that means, but um, <laughs> I think it was something that you wanted, right? I think it's something that you felt like you needed was an, yeah. a, an outlet to kind of start your day off with some intentionality with that. Yeah. And yeah. it's been really good for me. It's been really healthy for me to have that because I've noticed... Mm-hmm. I've noticed a change in myself now that I've stepped out of church ministry. Um, and I just, I kind of hinted to like some of the friendships and relationships that I've, I've truly lost. Like they're, they're truly just not there because I was so mm-hmm. focused on church. And we had a, we had a call a couple days ago and it was, it was after a call where I, I was pretty vocal and talking a lot. And I tend to do that when I'm, I don't, I don't know when I do that necessarily, but I do. I talk a lot sometimes and take over calls and you called me after the call and left me a, a sweet message, voice message saying that 
I think you used the words, I was in my sweet spot. I think that's what you said. <laughs> and it really, it really got me thinking as to why um, I truly believe that I'm good at speaking wisdom to people and and encouragement really encouraging people to like seek for more or um dig deeper in themselves or whatever mm-hmm. and after you sent me that message it, it made me kind of well how is that different than what i've been doing and so i was kind of in my head like trying to evaluate why you recognized me being in my sweet spot and I agreed with you. Like I, I felt like, yeah, that's a good place mm-hmm. for me. I'm good at this. I, I enjoy this actually talking to people about just being real with people. And <laughs> it made me, it made me look back and realize how crappy I was or how, how crappy I had gotten at doing that over the last couple years because I was mm-hmm. so focused on, on church and on church ministry. And mm. so it, so then it got me thinking why, why did I suck so bad at that for a while? Because I feel like that was something that I, I grew a lot, um, four or five years ago when I, when I did that, when I did that well, when I like intentionally listened to people and didn't have some motive or didn't have some ulterior, you know, (laughs) plan to, Mm-hmm. grow in a platform or get more listeners or get more follow- Well, let's, let's set the context a little bit. Yeah. We were on one of our other, a guy we know is going through a hard time right yeah. now. And you, we were on this call together and I just saw you, you just kept, I just saw you give him a ton of wisdom, encouragement, not really advice, but just encouragement and truth. And that was it was like, it wasn't like step, uh, walking on eggshells, but it also wasn't harsh. Yeah. It wasn't like, Hey, you need to do this. Right. You just were sort of like, I actually don't have a lot of answers for you, but I do know one thing to be true is that you can have peace this time. And, yeah. and I, and I was just so blessed because, uh, I, I got to see you minister, yeah. be in ministry. <laughs> yeah. But it just seemed so pure. It didn't seem like you were trying. It didn't seem like you, there was no, like this wasn't your job. You weren't the, uh, you know, relations pastor or like the yeah. count, counselor <laughs> pastor. Yeah. And Hope to see you again next week. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm wondering, I wanted to ask you maybe, and I think you maybe alluded to it, but do you feel like your, even your ministry and your, your, quote unquote advice or counsel has changed over the last few months or year. Yeah, I definitely think it has. And I, I don't know that it's, I think it's gone back. I think it's gone back to what, cause when, when you and I first met, I, I had this real spiritual awakening about freedom and about the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and what it was. And then it kind of got taint, tainted and tarnished, I think through uh, the idea of having a platform and through the idea of, of church ministry. And that's one thing I responded back to your, to your voice message with the Lord was really showing me where, where that went wrong. And, 
I think I came to the I came to a point where being intentional with someone and listening to them and ministering to their heart wasn't good enough for me. It wasn't mm-hmm. that wasn't a big enough platform, and it wasn't it wasn't something that could be a thriving ministry, you know, quote unquote. Oh, and you couldn't monetize it. Couldn't could, monetize that it. Never, that wouldn't <laughs> that look. Would that wouldn't look your... so good, and I I wouldn't be able to pay the bills that way because I had this. I wanted to quit my job and I wanted to be in ministry. And what that looks like is I got to, I got to either start a church, find a church or get around people, get around people that are going to pay my bills for me. Right. And so (laughs) that didn't seem like, that didn't seem like a ministry that was going to pay the bills. Yeah. Right. And I, that was like an honest moment where I, I, Dude, I couldn't have said this like a few months ago. Like I I wouldn't have been able to even go into my heart to a place to pull that out. Like the Lord's brought me into this place of freedom where I can honestly look back and think that was the problem. That was the issue. That's where you went wrong, you know? And I I can say I went wrong. I went wrong in the place of ministering to someone's heart and giving them face-to-face time or ear-to-ear time wasn't mm. good. Wasn't enough. You know, and was that so? Was it fulfilling? Which part? The, this 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 recent this one here? Yes, very much. Yeah, so. was yeah. that fulfilling to know? You know, if it wasn't for us talking about it right now, no one would have known about it. No one will know about it. Yeah, you know, just yeah. you. Yeah, just him. Just me. Yeah, uh, and that's my design right now is to just get that word out there and let everybody know that I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But was it, I mean, did it bless, did it, did it just that simple? It, it did. And I'll, I'll say this too, in an honest way, you, you seeing it and letting me know that it blessed you was a blessing. Like, Mm -hmm. sure. And I, I didn't get that very often from preaching a message or from, doing whatever I was doing in the church, I actually got the opposite. Like, and I, I think of that, that Bible verse of like what you do in private, the Lord will bless in public. Right. And I think a lot of times we try to do all these public displays or public things or preach a perfect Mm -hmm. message or whatever. And we don't get people saying that was a great job. (laughs) And so we didn't do good enough. And so we have to try to do more, you know, and it's backwards. Like the private stuff is what the Lord's yeah. looking for, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's yeah. the stuff that he's... So you calling me up and leaving that voicemail was was my blessing. That was the blessing to me of like... And I didn't even... Mm-hmm. I wasn't... In the middle of it, I wasn't like, man, Josh is going to call me after this. This was so good. Like <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Josh is going to let me know how, how much he was blessed no. from this for sure. Oh, no. Like that you wasn't even on the radar, that. but there has been times when I'm given a message where I'm expecting no. somebody to say something, you know, I'm expecting somebody to of say how good, how good I did. Cause I prepared for it. Right. I, I studied for yes. it. I, I spent a whole week preparing my message and somebody better oh, recognize yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's that, I think that's what we're talking about, about relationships in regard, in regards to ministry, I think. And I would, I would tend to probably tell you, you probably did get a lot of good jobs. Uh, Hey man, that was awesome. And probably just from three or four, but you're, you don't focus on that at all. Right. You're going to, you're going to hone in on the one 
negative. This is what we all do. Oh, yeah, for sure. You could have 50, man, awesome sermons, and the one or the two. Yeah. Hey, I didn't really agree with this. And, you know. Yeah. Or maybe two or, two or three key people didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> or I think the, the preaching is a great place for people to give fake praise to like it's super easy to go up to the preacher after the service and say man that was a great job you know what i mean and not and not have even enjoyed it liked it got anything from it it was just it's it's easy to go after the guy that put himself up there yeah and and give him fake and not not even and not not even bad intentions not bad but that's just what like I but could like have, polite. You, yeah, you could receive 50 of those that really wasn't that impactful for them at all. But they it's almost like what you do. It's it's routine to like tell the the speaker or the preacher great job, right? And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's the ones that are sincere and the ones that actually mean something are the ones in those private moments when you can really tell that somebody was blessed by something that that came yes. that came through you, you know. Yes. And so I guess my question would be, why don't we, why is that not good enough? <laughs> you know, why is that, yeah. why is that not good enough in our lives to even go after? Man, I want to do that more often, you know? Exactly. I want to do that on a bigger scale, which means more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a, uh, it's a big reason we started. It's, it's a big reason we started our, this ministry that safe time is yeah. because we were just sort of like, what would it look like if we were able to like use the internet, like in calendars and social media to like, and zoom calls to intentionally do this one on this kind of like one-on-one simple encouragement, counsel, feedback, love. love. Yeah. It's just, it's very simple. And we just find it so fulfilling. I don't know how big it'll ever be. I don't, you know, like yeah. one person at a time, you know, like, come on. You're, fe- you know, you're like, fielding what? Three three or four calls a day though, right? Uh, we're fielding, um, well, we go through different seasons. Right now we're fielding about, just because of our calendar and our family life, we're doing about six we do two two a day for four days a week, yeah, so it's yeah. and you uh, could do right. more, right? I mean, not not you guys, but there's enough people that would fill up. Your oh week. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are they all get filled up. So we're so we're making our time available two a day for so about seven or eight a week. Yeah. Uh, so they all get no. It's you know absolutely we could do more from yeah. the demand side. Yeah. Um, but we're trying to, and we've always set this up to where we could balance this and, and we don't have to have a minute. You don't have to have a ministry like this to do this, but right. this is boundaries that you should probably have in your life. You don't need to give away at the expense of your wife, your kids, your job that you need to do good at. You need, you need, we need to be doing good at our jobs, like our actual careers yeah. and you can get sucked in to there's always going to be somebody to minister to we can be sucked uh, into doing good right (laughs) like that's not yeah yeah, it's not like we're the answer it's contagious yeah we're not the answer to everyone's things but obviously there's always there will always be someone to 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 do that with and so we just we just ask you know we just sort of look at our lives look at our calendar 
hey, what what do we have the capacity to do this week? And that, so so we sort of had it set up that way. I liked, I loved the. I wrote that down right when you left me that voicemail about finding your sweet spot. Cause I think, mm-hmm. and, and, and what I wrote down was find your sweet spot and stay there is what I wrote down because mm-hmm. I knew, I knew that that was something that the Lord was uh, growing me in was prophetically speaking into people's lives, which means you have to be intentional. You have to be there. You have to be present. And I was good mm-hmm. at like calling people into their identity and like pulling that out of them, even if they didn't see it themselves and just very encouraging, supernatural encouragement. And again, I, I left that place because it wasn't good enough. It wasn't big enough. And I, I think it's important for people to like find their sweet spot and stay there. Like it's okay that you don't have... 22,000 Instagram followers. You know, it's okay that you don't have a church of 200 people that you're ministering to every Sunday morning. Like mm-hmm. find what you're find where where you're effective in life and and stay there. You might be really good at making money. <laughs> you know, you might be really good at encouraging your friend to be a better husband and you might have great tips for men that come, you know, if you, if you have good advice for someone, chances are that's going to spread to somebody else, you know, yeah. go to mm-hmm. Josh, little John call safe time, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like that's something that's important for people to like, f- just find what they're good at? Cause I think the church has done a good job at, um, not recognizing people's true gifts and true talents and they'll put them where they're needed in the church as opposed to uh letting them thrive <laughs> in their in their strengths you know is that yeah do you feel like that's important for like organizations or churches to do a better job of recognizing people's strengths maybe or helping them recognize their own strengths yeah i think yeah i think the way i would i think the way i think about it would be is like i just don't i don't like to see people discontent and striving to always feel like they need to be somewhere where they're not. And so, uh, and if, if, if you are an awesome business leader and I just hate to see people like think that they need to be doing more or something different. And I'm like, no, like be an awesome (laughs) business leader, be an encourager to your employees, be a great boss, Mm -hmm. have a heart lead by your influence with your people at work and you know come to church don't come to church whatever that it's it's, yeah it's this it's this whole i think that what rubs what i don't like is the feeling that there's people that feel like they're never doing enough in one way or the other Mm -hmm. and so it's i just feel like it's just a it's a trap and it's that it's just it, it leads to discouragement and uh it's comparison it's like yeah you know, and we all do it. We like, Hey, this guy's doing ministry. I'm like, well, this guy's making a ton of money. And like, right. you know, yeah. we all, yeah. uh, not just making money, but he's leading a business or generating wealth <laughs> for other yeah. people. Even. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really just, it's, what are you, what do you want to do? Do that. Is that 
and I feel like if you if you're a born again believer who understands that you have the spirit of God li- living inside of you, the spirit of God living inside of you, yeah. that trusting that the people you interact with every single day, hmm. uh, that is, that is your sweet spot. That is your lane, trusting that you're being led by the Holy spirit inside of you to, in the way you talk, encourage, yeah. love, give of yourself, give of your resources, extend mercy and grace to people and it's just you're in it yeah. that is that's the it's like could it be the that you're already in it could it be that you're in it yeah could it be that it will change could it be that it'll stay the same yes and yes yeah and being willing to to go being willing to stay being willing to really just understand and take steps of faith and hearing the voice of the lord that's inside of you all the time that's good i was listening to joe rogan the other day and he had this guest on and they were talking about the, they were kind of talking crap about the feminist movement <laughs> a little bit, but their, their point was why, why do we, why is it so necessary to encourage these, these young women to be something other than a mother or a wife? You know what I mean? Like we, we can all agree that back in the fifties and all that was kind of, there was some gross misogyny for sure that went on with stay at home cook and all that stuff. But it's a fact that, and this was Joe's point was every single of the billions of people that have been on this planet came from a woman, (laughs) every single one, like they birthed humanity. Uh Every person on the face of the planet has been birthed, cared for milk produced for, every single person. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty important job, you know, like, and on a, on a small scale, just like speaking to the women that just, just because you're a stay at home mom, like that's, that's amazing, you know? And I think that speaks to what you were saying about knowing where you're at. Like that's where you're at. Like you're, mm-hmm. this isn't just a, a woman's thing right now, but I'm just saying like so many, I think there's so, so many women that look at, you know, business, business women and how they're doing it and what they're doing and they're going for more and changing the culture for women. Just be like, what brings you joy? I've got a sister that her lifelong dream was to be a stay at home mom. Like that's what she always wanted to do was raise kids. You know, Mm -hmm. it's so awesome. Like that's what's inside of you, man. Like Mm -hmm. let that out and it's okay to be there in that place. And you might have to, work a little bit to be able to have a life where you can enjoy that thing more, you know, or steward that more. You might have to have a full-time job and do the podcasting thing on the side. That might have to be the case, but Mm. be it, you know, like be, Mm -hmm. find your sweet spot. And you also said that I shined in that place. You said like, that's, that's that's where you shine. Yeah. Find that place because you were like, you were made to shine. You were created to shine. Find that place. I think it's a, it, yeah. it, it's worthy. It's a worthy expedition to look for a place where you shine. You yeah, know? and where be you flow. Yeah, and and be okay if it's if it's off the stage, or be okay if it's not with, you know, a thousand likes. You know, like mm-hmm. wh- where do you shine? And 
So how important would it be to have someone like you who's willing to, you know, share that with that person of like, man, that's where you shine, you know? It's 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 so important. Yeah. And I'm no I'm no one special, but if we all took the time out to recognize somebody else yeah. for something that they may not even see in themselves, like how important was that to you? Yeah. To receive that. And how how easily how easy is that to do? Yeah. How easy is that to do just to recognize when you see somebody else really shining, really in their flow, like, wow, yeah. I just saw you do that. And that was amazing. I just wanted to let you know, like, yeah. it seemed like that you really were not trying. I like to say, like you were just flowing, like you weren't trying, you weren't striving. Yeah. You know, this is the Christian term striving, right. but it's like, it was just natural coming out of you, like encouraging someone. Um, what do you but think? Also not, Go ahead. Not trying to fix them. Yes. I, I was yeah. just also so impressed yeah. by your just like, uh, and that was just sort of mature <laughs> counsel. I think so. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well. No, I know what you mean. You no. Know, yeah. Yeah. There was no when expectation you, on the back end. Like when you've lived a little yeah. bit of life and you've seen a lot of people's problems and have had your own problems, you realize that things aren't so black and white and simple all the time. Yeah. And sometimes the answer or the advice or the wisdom is just to go, man. We're here with you. This sucks. Mm -hmm. I do know that you can have peace in this, uh, but it's almost—it's it, almost an insult to even have to, to step too much into their shoes and say you need to do A, B, and C, and D. It's—it's it's just like, no, yeah, you have no idea, but you do. You are right. We can have peace, and there are some promises we can hold on to. Um, yeah, that's good. Kind of just knowing, knowing, knowing how far to go. And not assuming that you actually do have these answers. For sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or have it figured out or have learned it or... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. No, I think it's... I think it's super important to be the kind of person that's willing to, like, not only recognize when someone's doing something well, <laughs> but yes. but go to them and say it. I, I think a lot of times that doesn't happen because we think that it'd be a waste of time. Like that person knows they're good at that. Or that person knows that that's, they probably heard it a thousand times. I, you know, I don't need to make them mm -hmm. cocky. I don't need to make them feel arrogant about themselves, but we have no idea if that person is like where I was like thinking, Oh, this isn't a very big deal that I'm doing this. No, it's a freaking huge deal that you found your lane and you're good mm -hmm. at it. And we should never be afraid to tell someone that like, mm -hmm. dude, I recognized your goodness, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I recognize like your sweet spot. I recognize how much you're shining right now. Like that's never going to hurt. It's, it's their job at that. If they want to go run and be like crazy arrogant about that, that's, that's on them. But I think if we miss that, we could be missing the moment to help them recognize you don't need something more than this right here. Like this is <laughs> amazing what you're doing. Don't strive yeah. for more than this. If the Lord gives you more great, but don't strive for more than this because it's, it's effective, you know, mm -hmm. it's good. There's a lot of guys that you talked about money. There's a lot of guys that just enjoy helping people make money. You mm -hmm. know, I'm, I'm pretty amazed by <laughs> that kind of ability. And I'd love to be around that person for sure. You know, <laughs> where, um, yeah, where are you at with church right now? 
Where are you at with, have you, have you, are you done with church like for, forever and always? Oh, no. Why not? What do you mean by, what do you mean by church? So that's a good question. What do you think I mean when I say that? I don't know. What do you mean by church? What do you mean by church? What do you mean by church? Because we oh. I th- we all have different experiences with church of what that is, and this isn't a rag on church time. This is like my experience, your experience. I'm just curious because we met in church. Yeah, we met in a a system of routine of going to church. You know, right. I would say church. I would think of church. The word church means like a group of people that regularly regularly gather to worship and declare the good news and remind each other of the gospel remind each other that they've been forgiven that set free uh and recognize like um jesus as lord and and it's a it's a group of people that yeah, really simply, that yeah. come together in a local place and and meet, if that's what you mean. But yeah. So, so you are done with that? No, I'm, I'm not done kidding. with that. Did I, tell, did I tell you that? <laughs> no, I'm asking. I'm asking. <laughs> it, is it a priority for you in your life right now to find that group of people that you can, that you can do that with? Is it a priority? It used to be a priority for me. Like, yeah, I had to have that group of people. I, I needed to have that group of people. And I would, I would find it for segments of years. And yeah. then I would go on to a different group of people and do those things that you're talking about. And kind of at the end of that segment of years, kind of be unfulfilled in my life mm-hmm. and, have to, and have to find a new one or have to find a different one. Um, for whatever reason, I mean, I, everybody needs what they need and wants what they want from a, a group of people or a relationship. Um, yeah. cause you, you used to be on, on staff at some churches on staff at churches that were functioning, uh, well, is that something yeah. that you like, are you, where are you at right now with that? Oh, it's a great question. It's, it's confusing. I mean, I think we're, we're just sort of an in-between. I almost don't even like the premise that it's like an either or thing. Like I'm either in church or out of church because there's, uh, I don't, it's sort of like, I don't like that setup. I don't like that. It's like, it's not an either or thing for me. It's just, we are like for our personal family, me and Macy, the kids, we are gathering every Honestly, we're almost every day we're gathering gathering around the table. We're talking about the Lord. We're sharing a meal and we're having communion yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, then weekly, uh, we're doing something like more intentional worship in our living room and um, talking about God and 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 actually going through Nacy's book and hearing for practicing hearing from the Holy Spirit and. We're doing that with our family. Yeah. So I call that like my inner inner circle, like just my immediate family in our home. And then 
And then I have a, a little bit of an outer circle of really deep friendships who um, I talk to on a regular basis. You're one of them. I have maybe three or four or five other guys, you know, three or four other guys that I meet with, talk to with regularly. And we, we uh, share each other's lives. Like what's going on in your life? How's your family? Like, and it's not surface stuff. It's, it's just like, I really care about these people and their families and we pray for them and they pray for us. And we know that if, if uh, times got tough, that we'd be there for one another and help however we can, if there was ever any sickness or lack or, you know, like the body would come together and fulfill each other's, you know? And so, yeah. And so, and that, and, and you consider that church, right? Yeah, I mean, even that definition. I mean, I know. is that definition that important to me right now? And I, I would say that's probably the. Yeah, I'm just th- talking this. Out. I don't have this all fleshed out. Yeah, in my head, but uh, if that's what we want to call that, I feel like that's what the church is supposed is should function anyway. And if I have that, is does it look like a building for us right now that we go to on a regular basis right now? With, a, with some people we know and a ton we don't, really like very few people we know and a ton we don't, yeah. no, it doesn't look like that for yeah. us right now. Um, dude, so church, what is church? Yeah, I was going to say, church is a big word, right? I mean, it's a it's a huge word for our, in my life, for sure. Like yeah. ch- church has been a focal point and a much needed, what I thought, much needed thing or word uh-huh. in my life. Uh-huh. I've never yeah. been without it. I've never not pursued it. I've never uh, not had it as something. But what you really are talking about is a corporate gathering on a Sunday mixed in with other sort of weekly activities, maybe a men's group or a small group that you attend on a regular basis and you say, I am a part of this church. That's what you really mean. That's what I'm that you've always that's had what I'm in your saying, life. but I wonder if that's yeah. what my heart has truly desired. Like, right. But that's what you've always called church. And yes. that's what you've always been a part of. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And most of us that grew up in, that's the same for all yeah. of us that have grown yeah. up in the church. But I think my definition is changing a little bit and, or a lot, I think is probably the most accurate thing. And it's, it's these, it's this, it's these circles of people who we worship the Lord with that are not only my immediate family, but also like a, a really close group of uh, just also really friends and close friends that also we, we remind each other of the good news, man. And yeah. that, that there's peace and there's healing and there's freedom in the Lord. And, and uh, to have a, to have a need outside of that maybe is, is I don't feel like it, there's not a big pool for me outside of that right now. And so I'm wondering, is this a need that I feel like the world is putting on me to need to go to, or yeah. is it actually a need that the Lord is stirring up inside me that I need to go to? And I feel like one is one I want to do. And one is what I feel like I'm supposed to do. And if that's how you can identify which is which. Does that make sense? It does. <laughs> I guess for me, like the whole finding your sweet spot thing too is, is a freedom word. It's a freedom thing. Like, yeah, I'm f- I'm so free right now in my life to to really be, not just do, but be who I'm, 
who the Lord's asking me to be or inviting me to be. And with that freedom comes kind of a survey of my life of like things that are kind of just wasting my time. And I, I have freedom to say no to those things. And so Mm -hmm. what I've, when I'm talking about church right now, I'm talking about all like, I'll just be like really transparent. I have zero desire to go to a church, what we call a church right now, because Mm -hmm. I would consider it a waste of my time because all the things that you said are your, are what you're considering your church are things that I still desire. I still desire relationships. I still desire friendships that I can be real with, that I can be honest with, that I can receive honestly, Mm -hmm. honesty from. And I have that. And so again, it goes to that place of, is that good enough? You know, Mm. is, is what I have in friendships and relationships right now and the influence that I have, because you and I talked on the phone the other day about like circles of influence, right? Like that's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's where you're at. Our, Mm -hmm. you've got a circle, I've got a circle and our circles kind of interject at some point, you know, to where Mm -hmm. we're, we're sharing influence over certain people. And then you've got some in a circle that I have no access to and I have no Mm -hmm. relationship with at all. And is that okay? Is that okay for me in my heart to have what I've got in relationships and am I able to grow in, mm-hmm. in this freedom with what I've got. I think in my, in my previous season of life with, with the church and with Christianity and with the Lord, I always needed more. Like my, my activity in the church needed to grow. My, um, yeah. platform needed to grow. My influence needed to grow or I didn't feel like I was being effective for the kingdom of God. Right. It's and maybe a, the more maybe the more of what you really actually needed is actually the less of what you're actually having now. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and so I think, I think you're totally right. And I think, I think what I, I would want to say is it's so easy also, because here's what I also don't want to be. There's also these people, we all know them and maybe we've all gone through the scenes like, Oh, I don't need that organized religion. Right. I don't need, I've got my, and so it, it's easy to also say okay well we're gonna we have my home family church and i've got these close friends but if the reality is going to a church well there are rhythms and routines that the church does intentionally that i feel like you still need to translate over to your inner circle of family and maybe like your close circle of friends so like it's it'd be so easy to say oh i've got my family and i've got my friends but then also we never intentionally talk about the things of the Lord. We never intentionally like um, practice what it means to like walk out a, yeah. uh, a spirit filled life. And we're just like, Oh yeah, but I've got close friends. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you can still have those close friends and never do anything like intentionally sit and like commune with the Lord with your friends. Mm. You know, you can, so you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. there are, and so like the big value of the corporate gathering at a building is that, you know, what you're going to, you, you're going to go there for something intentional to do. Mm-hmm. And so what does it look like to, to take those same things? I'm not saying do the exact same things as the church does with your friends, but it's so easy not to, 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 
engage those things because you've got friends and you're just kind of friends and not, does that make sense? So like, yeah, it's about, it's, it's about growth. Would you say like, we want to grow as a person. We want to grow as it's just about, to me, it's about intentionality and practice. And so when I practice intentionality on recognizing presence, recognizing the, the Lord is important in our lives. Yeah. And so one of the reasons that, I had it on my heart to to just a- ask a couple people, hey, what would you guys think about a morning phone call where we went over one of the psalms and yeah. like just talked and yep. Well, what was that for? That wasn't just for like to have a neat men's group, whatever. It was for, and I believe now it was for fulfilling that need or that desire, frankly, that you unless you intentionally do it you won't get at you won't unless you intentionally do it it won't happen because you're not as involved in a local church that does those things intentionally does that make sense it does yeah yeah and i think i think it's important to know and to probably say that there's so many good aspects of the the church and what it's tried to do like there are the its purpose, I believe, ultimately is to to help you grow in relationship with God, right? I think that I think that most churches, that would be the purpose of it. I think it's important for us to. I guess the permission that I needed in my life, the per, the permission that I feel like I have right now is, I don't need all this other stuff, to to receive what I really wanted, which was someone to right. listen, and someone that I could pour into. You know, yeah, and all the extra stuff was just extra stuff that literally filled up my calendar. I mean, I didn't have time to do stuff like podcasting that I love doing. I didn't have time to like do some other things because I was so involved with all that extra stuff that I think the church has ineffectively put into people's lives. Like, we don't need another service. <laughs> we don't need another thing, another class, another this, another that. I think the stripping down thing that I'm, I had a buddy, we, we just talked about it uh, on last week's episode that like the, the caterpillar goes into the chrysalis and it literally melts down into a goo before it becomes mm. a, a butterfly. And I think that breaking down thing, I think you, you use the word like mi- uh, minimal, minimal stuff or subtraction. If, we need to experience that at some point. Like that's why I'm, I'm not bagging on people that have all that extra stuff. That's fantastic. If, if that's how you want to function and you, you like the extra stuff, that's great. But if you haven't experienced that minimal first mm-hmm. and actually are received in a place where you, can you honestly say I have a couple people in my life that I can be real with, that I can be honest with, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think there's a, a large, I don't have facts in front of me. I think there's a large number of people that have all the extra stuff that the church presents, but they don't have the one, two, three people that they can literally grow with. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not uh, okay yeah. with that in my life. I'm okay with not having all the extra stuff right now for the church, mm-hmm. but I'm not okay with not having somebody in my life that I can grow with and be real with. Yeah. And that you will be real with. So, because I, I think 
I think that I would probably tend to say that I have, I do have several people that I could call and be totally honest with and say, I am struggling with this and I'm struggling, but do I do that? Yeah. That's the other question. Yeah. Do I do that? And, uh, I would say that I need to do that more Yeah. versus do I feel like I could, I feel like I absolutely could with, with probably four or five people in my life. Yeah. But do you? It takes effort. Yeah. It takes effort and it takes there's some vulnerability still even there that that for me is just like yeah, that's the point. I think that's the point is like will you do it? Yeah. And then and then doing it. That's where the that's where the rubber meets the road as far as the good news, you know, like as far as ministry, as far as yeah. really important things in your life is like in those moments where both good things and bad things occur or you know yeah where worries and fears or success happens it's just like will you share that because i don't think it's i don't think it's it's not inherently wrong to have a big ministry it's not inherently wrong to have you know tons of followers or tons of influence but I would say if you're missing that that intimate relationship with with people, again, one, two, three, however many, if you're missing that, there are times that having too much on your plate is going to prevent you from from finding that. Like it's hard to go small when you're so big. It is. It's hard to like mm-hmm. cutting away sucks sometimes, and like mm-hmm. having that stuff burnt off of your life sucks sometimes. I was, I'm thankful that in my current season, the Lord actually asked me to step away and kind of like gave me permission to cut, to cut stuff away. And it's been a smooth transition. Like that hasn't always been the case. I've experienced some gross stuff too, where it was like, I wasn't going to let go. So the Lord had to yank it and it sucked, you know, it like ripped, it ripped flesh (laughs) off, you know, when it it left. (laughs) Yeah. And so, man, if I do, but I do think the the Lord does desire for us to to want to do that on our own. Like He's not going to just do that all the time. So I think it's important for people to like kind of do an inventory of their life and say, "Man, I've got all this. I go to church three times a week. I've got all these things, extra things, but I'm I'm missing that. I don't have an intimate relationship. I don't have a close friendship. I I would say it's yeah. worth it's worth going after that." Like it's worth, and is there a good chance, Josh, that there really is that person in their life that oh, yeah. maybe they've overlooked or maybe they just haven't taken the time to to do these things, like make a phone call <laughs> that, you yeah. might, that you might not have to search that hard <laughs> to find somebody. And I'm willing to, I'm willing to say that if you're married, it's probably your wife That's as good. a guy. That's good. Yeah. Is and... that good enough? You know? Yes. Is that good enough for us? I think... Yeah, there's a lot of married people listening to this conversation right now. I think that that's not good enough. They they need more. And I would, I would challenge that for sure and say it better be good enough. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. if if you're going to say you're married and you're going to say, I'm doing this life with you, that better be good enough because there's going to be a time when that's the only person you've got by your side, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I think you can absolutely have more but not not go around that not not shortcut that that relationship yeah that there's so much opportunity for marriages and 
Um, we could have a whole podcast just yeah, on my sure. thoughts on marriage and your thoughts on stuff like that. But just yeah. that, in my opinion, it's got to start there. And sometimes we we need some encouragement from the outside. But that, like, if that, let's say I'm, yeah, let's say I don't have that deep relationship with my wife for whatever reason, and I don't, I maybe can't, don't feel like I can trust her to open up or share my fears or thoughts or anxieties or concerns or cares or hurts or pains or anything like that. Well, sometimes I need a Darren in my life that will actually encourage me to do that. Yeah. You know, that would encourage point, you know, so it's also really important that we have friends that want to see us have great marriages. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, uh, I want to see you thrive we, in all aspects I want to see life. you yeah. have a great marriage more than I want to be your best friend. Yeah. Like I want, you know, more than I want you to come to me, hmm. I want you to see you have a good marriage. I'm going to encourage you to have a good marriage. And, yeah. and I haven't always been that way with other people even. I, yeah. Um, but just the more that I've lived and been married, the longer I've been married that, uh, you're going to find that, uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's who needs to know and be, mm. you're one with them in every single way. And, and I think, uh, you, the risk, the chance it's worth the risk. Yeah. It's worth the risk. Yeah. Um, what's the risk? What do you mean by that? What's worth the risk? It, it's, it's worth the risk it's, to, to tell, to, to talk to, to you about your marriage. To, if I see it, well, I'm saying it's worth the risk for you to open up to your oh, wife. It's yes. worth the yeah. it's worth the risk to open up to your husband. It's worth the risk yeah. to tell them that you're scared. Like as a as a man, I think sometimes I've fallen into this where it's just like if I can just hold it together mm. and not let her know that I'm worried about our money situation. That's yeah. my job is to like be strong and like instead of looking at it as First of all, she probably already can tell that, you know, <laughs> yeah. she's, yeah. it's the, first of all, I'm not fooling anyone. Yeah. A, <laughs> if you know um, it, she probably does too. Yeah. She knew it before you knew it. Yes. Buddy. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, first of all, A, she probably already knows. Second of all, um, I think we think as men, sometimes we have, we've got to keep that strength. Well, at the very, I'm not going to let her worry too. I'm going to just yeah. bear it all. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe that was the old way of doing things in the fifties, you know, that, that whole yeah. thing. But it's is nowadays is uh, our revelation is that it's we're one and mm. we bear things together, and we share we share concerns, we share dreams, we we dream together, but we also cry together and we pray about those things together. And I've never ever ever regretted sharing my fears or concerns with Macy. That's so um, and it doesn't mean she's always like super, uh, like, <clears throat> oh, it's going to be okay. It's sometimes it's like, she's like, yeah, I know I've been a little worried too. Like, let's enter into that. And it's just amazing that that burden gets spread over the two of you. Wow. And it, it, beca uh, it becomes lighter in that moment. Yeah, yeah, it becomes lighter and we encourage each other. And, but, but also, also a lot of the time it's like, when I'm discouraged, she's got a ton of faith for something yeah, and uh, vice versa. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not, it's both. Mm -hmm. It's both. And so there's just, I'm so grateful for 
for her and it's it's usually a lot of times it's not can't, do i think i can tell her it's do will i right yeah, you know yeah. will i and uh will i open up I, we talk to a lot of people especially with marriages just like um uh will, will i open up will i open up with her will will the risk is she's gonna see that i'm scared worried have fear mm. And really a lot of our wives just want to share in it with us. They just, they just want it all. They want all of it. They don't, it's, we don't need to censor our, they just want it. We don't need to have the answers. They, you, me sharing and opening up is the answer. They want to share the life. Yeah. I've been in those places where I've, I've shared things with friends before I've shared it with my wife or I've opened up to friends before I've, opened up to the person that's right next to me and it hurts them. I've seen it hurt her Mm -hmm. and I instantly thought it was more of a, like a jealousy thing, but it wasn't, it was what you said. It's like, she's literally Mm -hmm. saying, if you, you don't get it, Darren, if you're hurt, I want to be hurt with you. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost this thing of like, why are you hurt? And I'm not, that doesn't make sense. And so I do think there's Mm -hmm. something beautiful about that. And I think it's more more about wives probably than it is husbands that feel that way. But they they're really good at wanting to take on that stuff with their man. I really do believe that. Yeah, and, and they're not perfect either. And they may blow it, and they may try to fix it, and they may try to answer. And really, all you wanted was just they're not perfect, but that's the big risk. The, the risk is that um, you've got to take that chance. Yeah, and then. And then, and then maybe you can be proactive and you can say, Hey, I, I'm afraid and be honest with them and say, I'm honestly, I'm afraid to like, talk to this about you, yeah. talk to you about this. Um, and I don't necessarily want you to fix it or feel like you have an answer. Cause I feel like it's a complicated situation at work yeah. or with an employee or, yeah. but so, if, and, but this is what's going on and I'm a little nervous and, and then you communicate that. Does that make sense? It does. And, yeah. And you good. communicate that. And well, let's, 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 let's be, let's be open and honest and proactive about how you're feeling. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Relationships yeah, I see, are I see a lot of guys that yeah. I see a lot of guys that it's, it's, um, well, that's my work stuff, you know, that stuff at yeah. work. And I don't want to, just a I don't want to bother her with that and, yeah. or she doesn't, she's not going to have an answer for me for that. Or maybe she is going to have an answer for me for that. And I don't want to share it. Yeah. And I, I would say, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe so. And ladies like be sensitive to that. Yeah. But the whole idea is like, uh, I, I want to encourage, I like to encourage guys. Yeah. You should tell her, talk to your wife about it. Bring her into your life. Marriage is, a sh- I like to define it as a shared life. Hmm. Marriage is a shared life. And if you're leaving your work life at work, you're not having a shared life. You're only sharing half of your life with your wife. Wow. You know? Um, and so I can see how that would, that could completely transform a marriage. I think that, that simple thing. Cause like there's plenty of guys that I've, I've been there too. Of like, I had a stressful day at work. I'm going to leave that there. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to try to come home and be something different than I really am. (laughs) You know, I'm really stressed. I'm really worried. I'm really whatever, but I'm going to showcase my strength right now and not be that. 
No, I think that's, I think that's cool, man. Like don't, and maybe part of the reason is because we've, we've experienced, I've been real and it, it hasn't Mm -hmm. been so fun, but I think again, almost embracing that awkwardness of what that's going to be like, if you get past that a couple times, <laughs> you know, yeah, you do that a couple times. I think the third, fourth, fifth time are going to be so much easier to just come home, be real. You know, yeah. If we can't be real at home, where can we be real at? You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. And it, it's a work in progress. And like give, let's give our wives, yeah, grace and say and and because they love us, they might want to have the answer for what you should tell your boss and fix it. And yeah. And maybe you don't need that and maybe you don't want that. And maybe you just want to make, but so like maybe it just takes practice for both sides, you know, like, and let's not blow our top whenever they don't respond perfectly like we want them to, but, but let's not put walls up and stop sharing. Let's not, let's not give it up. Let's not stop. Yeah. Let's keep putting that ball in their court. Let's keep sharing our life. Yeah. And maybe just say like, listen, all I really want is a hug mm-hmm. and for you to hear, understand where I'm coming from Yeah. and because I need to unload this burden That's good. and I know that you love me and I love you and I want to share it with you because I love you and I know that you love me. Uh, and that's all, that's all I need. That's good. Or, and it could be like, Hey, what, what do you feel like I should do with this? Like, and then it's not so it can be like these are your biggest theoretically the the people that love you the most (laughs) yeah no that's good (laughs) you know and want the best for you and your family that's good there's not a wife i i know about that doesn't want the best for her husband and his job his career yeah um and so just like recognizing that that's probably the motivation but we're just not all, we don't have a ton of practice at responding correctly yet. And yeah, there's a lot of people that probably have spent 20 years of witnessing their husband have literally two lives, right? Their life at work, life at home. And it's kind of sucked, like not getting their full yeah. husband, you know, I think that and it's, it's, and when let's talk about wives at work, maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. Do Is it the same both ways? And you know, do I make time to hear mm. what happened in her day and yeah. care about it? And, and, you know, it's, it's both sides. It's yeah. just kind of like for the sake of our discussion, for sure. Yeah. Talking about why husbands at work, but it's both sides. Yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah. There's responsibility to talk and there's responsibility to listen. I think for, for both, both yeah. sides for sure. And it's just, you got to make time for it. Mm-hmm. You have got to because with the kids and the schedules and the sports and or even if you don't have that, there's you can check out with the Netflix show together. And so with people that like, let's say that I'm going to be a person that practices this stuff right here with my wife and I practice doing things a little bit different, right? Giving her part of the burden, giving her part of the like unloading on her and trusting her to be able to deal with this stuff with me communicating with her yeah, yeah that. Co- communicating mm-hmm. better with her i i can see how that would so affect the marriage in a, in a positive way why then would i need other people also to to have in my circle why would i need a, a josh little john also to communicate with if i'm 
growing and talking with my wife? Um, well, I think it's just, it's not always just about need. Like, like it's not just always about like need. It's like, Oh, I need, I've got this awesome relationship with my wife now and we're really open together. So is it less about need? And is it more just about like, this is, this is what life is. It's fruitfulness. I also want to share life with this person here. It's friendships. It's, and it's maybe me being there for someone else, not Mm -hmm. just them for me all the time. And so it's, it's, uh, um, and we're going to, we're going to have ups and downs. And so it's just, you have this network of close friends that it's just when, when, when you're here, I'm here. And, mm-hmm. you know, and now that we've got kids, you, you're, you're going to want another dad's perspective, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Now that you're in business, you're like, Hey, I need some. And so it's, 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 I need some, Hey, wisdom on, I've got this business idea, this you know, what would you do? I'm thinking about a career change. Would you guys be praying for me or, how, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's the, uh, it's just that there's, there's so much opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think the base is that you, let's start with our marriage and let's start with what it means to share a life together. But, but then living that, this life with people, the, the thing, the, the, the coolest thing and the, the thing that makes the Christian religion and Christianity and this life spirit filled life so different from anything else is that we can actually have people in our lives that aren't our family that love us deeply. That's good. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and that we can love deeply. That's good. Yeah. Right. There's there it's, these aren't worldly based relationships. These aren't family. We're not blood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And life can be tough and we're going to need and, People are going to need us That's good. To, to get them through, to give them wisdom, to get prayer. Man, I had a dream. Man, I, I know you told me to pray about y'all, y'all's move coming up, and yeah. I had a dream. And if you don't have those people in your life, you don't have to be your best friend that you're going to do a guy's hunting trip with every weekend at the expense of your family yeah. or or you're, you're opening up your to him more than your own wife or you know like i'm just saying like this is not about need necessarily this is about Mm. this is the cool thing about it this is the cool thing about this life yeah you can have friends that aren't just work friends these people Mm. something happened to my son or daughter they'd they'd be at my door and like asking how they could help or if i am in a bind and i need a job change they're going to give me referrals and give me advice and wisdom so and hook yeah. me up with it. So it's, it's, it's not about need in, in that sense. It's like, uh, let's have that. Let's do have that, but it's so much bigger and more fun than that. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. It's That's amazing. Exciting. And that seems worth, worth going after. And when I say going after, I don't mean like striving and looking, I mean like being intentional with, with the yeah. maybe, with the influence that you have right now, being intentional, it's a, it's it, it's worth investing in that. It's worth going above after, man. above, really above all else. Like mm-hmm. if relationships are really that important, and maybe I'm just speaking right now to that that one person that feels like if they didn't go to church, they'd be isolated or they wouldn't have, you know, this avenue to to be around people. I would question whether or not you're really being real and vulnerable and open and sharing life with the majority of those people anyway. 
and that you mm-hmm. maybe have permission to to look a little slimmer, <laughs> you know, and like uh Yeah, and let's let the church off the hook a little bit. I mean, these 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 meetings and the size of these meetings mm-hmm. and and the format of the meetings where it's sort of like everything's sort of like there's there's usually one or two people you know speaking and everyone else is like sort of passively receiving a message yeah. or a prayer it's not real know, conducive up. to like sparking up yeah, relationships it's just really yeah. not and then yeah. we're we're you know we're in we get there a little bit before after and so it's just not it's not really in my opinion just designed for that I'm, the things i'm talking about are the the random phone calls at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday that you're going to make, you're going to like get, I'm going to intentionally try to get to know somebody better Yeah. and, uh, and maybe put someone else before you, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe look, seek someone out to get to know them before you're just seeking someone out that you can dump on. That's like, good. Yeah. you know, let's, let's be leaders in this, you know, let's, let's, let's lead, let's lead knowing that if you don't have that, probably hardly anyone else does either. And let's, let's be leaders in it. Let's, let's go after what you want by leading it. And so it's, I just don't see the meeting, what we're, we see in American church meetings conducive for anything like that, but let's not try to make it something that it's not really built for. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. And it's part of the reason that maybe in the season I'm like, I'm not really attracted to that right now. So it's, yeah, that's the, that's the point. And um, that's good. Let's leave yeah. it at that. That's good. No, I think that's, we, we talked about that earlier too, about the, the whole bait and switch thing of like, don't, you know, I'm, I'm not interested in things that are not what they're meant to be. You know, they're not meant to, yeah. What, what I'm des- if what I'm desiring is real close relationship with stuff, the the Sunday morning as I see it right now is just it's not as needed <laughs> for what I'm looking for, and that's that's where I'm at. And I've got mm. I've got what I need. I think that's something too that we you know the Lord promises that you'll have what you need for the road. You know you'll have what you <laughs> need for the journey, and I've got that. I've got, I've got enough friends that mm-hmm. I can grow with, that I can pour into. And if the Lord brings somebody else in my life that I can build up and encourage, I want to be able to do that without having funky other things on my mind that are a waste of time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just so worth it. These, these friendships, the, Jesus telling the disciples and John said, you're going to know, people are going to know that you're my followers because of your love for one another. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would look at the world and be like, these Christians can't even get along. Like, yeah. But it's not true. Like I actually do have relationships where nothing on paper says that we should love one another yeah. and I should lay down my family's life and my life to go help you out and vice versa. Yeah. But it is, it is true. I do have relationships that, like that. And chances are you do too. Yeah, that's good. And I think, and, and there's a promise that I think that you can have that, but not without some sort of intentionality and effort. It's mm. good. Like it, 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 it's, it's, it's a lot easier not to call you than it is to call you. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And, and 
Yeah. And some days I need, I'm calling you because I need to talk. Yeah. And some days I'm calling you because I, I want to hear what you have to say and see how things are going in your life. And so it's. And I think like for, for me, when that becomes how I know that is uh, beneficial or worth, worth having is when I realize that it's good enough. And that's, I'm just in that really cool season. Like, is this good enough? You know, is, is, is my relationship with Josh little John? Is it, is it enough? It is. I'm going to answer that call or I'm going to call enough for what What do you mean when you say that good enough, enough for what dude, that's where, that's where I ruined a lot of, I, I missed out on some, I think really good opportunities to have some closer friendships because they weren't, those moments weren't enough for me. Like me personally, I needed a bigger platform. I needed a well, bigger you have for myself. Ministry ambition. I did. You had yes. ministry yeah. ambition. Mm-hmm. And um, so, okay, I get that. I think, I think for me, I'm just these days, I, I'm just looking for simplicity. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's just it's simple. Yeah. I know who the Lord is. I know that I now want to have God based loving relationships mm-hmm. with my wife and my children yeah. and a close group of friends who at the end of the day, what binds us is our love from one another based on what God's done for us. That's good. And is that church? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It is. And we gather on the phone. We gather in person. We gather in the living room. We gather over meals. We gather when we're visiting each other yeah. in different cities. Yeah. It maybe looks a little different. Um, but I, I, I would say probably I've never been more satisfied. So good. And that's how the church life. is connected. The, like you and I are connected by our love for each other, not by, you know, proxi- love for not, each other. not by proximity, not by, not even by time or by phone call. It is by the love for each other. And that's, um, I want, I want people to believe that that's worth it, that that's worth going after finding I don't even like the word finding, like realizing, I think is more like it. I do. Well, and there's people, yeah. I know there's people right now that maybe, maybe listening, maybe not, is that they're like, ah, it's easy for you guys to say, I don't feel like anyone loves me. I feel like my family doesn't even love yeah. me. I feel like I'm completely alone. Um, and, and that's tough. And yeah. I would want to say, like, yeah, that's, that sucks. Sometimes we have to be the first one. Mm-hmm. And that's true. We've got to, we've got to be the first one. And I've never received love like that, but have I ever given it either? You know, I've never, I've never had somebody listen to my heart before, but have I ever shared my heart? You know, have I ever made that attempt? Yeah. To, to, they, they might to give say, what I don't, I want. Yeah. how can I give love from an empty vessel? I'm empty. Yeah. How can I give love? And I, it's like, well, it's not, it's not your love. It's the love. It's God. God's love through you. That's good. And, um, and, and then, and then prayer and just saying like God and, and request that like, yeah. God, I'm, I need someone in my life who loves me for me exactly the way I am. And maybe I need that for, I need to look, I need to that first. I need to be that for someone else first. Yeah. Can you intersect somebody in my life that can be with that? And, and I don't have the love or the energy to do it, but I know that you can give it to me and mm. give it through me to do that. That's good. That's good. Because I know that you designed me not to be alone. It's not good that man, God made Adam, God 
the other things God God made God walked with Adam in the garden mm. alone and, and and Adam was unsatisfied. Yeah. He was alone. Yeah. I don't know if he knew he was alone or I don't know if he knew he was unsatisfied but God said this is not good that he's alone. Yeah. You're missing something. Yeah. He needs somebody that looks like him. And you know in my opinion this isn't but it's just like there maybe there was something about the lord that although we're made in his image there was just something a little bit too different that made it mm. uh not relational there was you know that 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 at the end of the day man still needed someone that looked like him that he was compatible with that he could um experience life on earth with you yeah. know yeah. and and so I, it's that important. So yeah. whenever I hear people say, well, all I need is God. Um, I'm like, well, <laughs> not according to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. All I need is God. And yeah. So it's good. Bro, mm-hmm. this has been good. It's important. This is good. I appreciate your, your expertise on relationships. Thank you for that so much. Because you see this a lot. I don't have I mean, a lot of them. But I don't have a lot of them, but I have a couple good ones. You do hear, you do hear through Safe Time a, a lot of probably uh, emptiness in some people that may be unfulfilled in, in, in the re- relationship area of their life, I would imagine. Um, yeah. Loneliness is probably a big, a big thing, I would imagine, that you're hearing. Um, oh man. And, and, and you can even be lonely and you're involved in a million things Yeah, you're, and you see people all the time yeah. and you're at every, you're at every work event and every church event. And it's true. Um, these, this haunting feeling that if I'm going there, mm. if I stopped showing up, mm. how many phone calls would I get that week checking in to see where I'm at? How, what, what's at the heart of this? Yeah. Is it really, do I, am I known at all and seen at all, valued at all? And uh, this is probably where I tend to disagree with maybe churches or something that would say like, well, it's not about you. It's, you need to lay that down. Like, yeah. uh, mm. and, and I think that's a half, half truth. I feel like there, there is, I feel like people are designed to be loved and be seen, be known and deserve it and be loved and in the flesh not yeah. just that's good uh, by by other humans so what's your what's your advice or wisdom for that person that's that's using that kind of language with you about feeling lonely and you know that they've they're involved in a whole bunch of things and a whole bunch of people but they still feel alone what's your what's your wisdom for that and i'm sure it's, bit, oh, it's man. case by case i'm sure is different but in general what what would you suggest that what, what's the next step for that person? Oh, I think first we, Nancy and I, with our ministry, our heart for our ministry is like, we don't start with the answer for sure. Yeah. We start with the, uh, we start with the bearing of the burdens and walking alongside of them and saying, we get it. Yeah. And let's, let's start there and let's just recognize that fact. That's, prob- that's just... probably the next step, right? That's probably the first step is getting that out there to someone, <laughs> right? So like, or like just walking 
into yeah. that realization they're yeah. they're they're waking up to this this fact yeah and you're you're there alongside that you're there with them that's and good. going yeah that's good. yep <laughs> like that's and good. it's hard this is hard um this is like finding out you have cancer mm. i'm not saying it's like this is probably a horrible analogy like <laughs> hopefully nobody get, yeah. gets pissed off about that but i just saying like this is like this isn't the prescription part of the phase this is the going oh and so whenever you find let's say you get a bad di- report bad diagnosis you don't just it's this is the part where where we're we're entering into that with you and so i would encourage you as a friend if that's somebody in your life you don't you don't instantly try to like fix that mm-hmm. i think you we recognize that's hard that would be hard that is hard um and so and and we pray and we ask the lord for wisdom and we say like god what what are you saying right now what's your what's your answer to this like what what do you say about this and so for us it's not that easy it sounds like it should be easy should i should have a abc right now like a step one two three for that for you but I think the first step is admitting it. The first step is confessing it. Yeah. The first step is maybe bringing, shedding light on that subject. And maybe that's just pulling somebody aside that is in your life Mm. and saying, and, and let's get this out in the open. I feel lonely. I feel like I, I feel like if, if I stopped showing up here, I wouldn't really have any friendships that, existed outside of me being coming here yeah and frankly i'm not even sure if anybody would bother to reach out to me and frankly i'm not sure how good of i and if you're really honest you might say i haven't done that either frankly i'm not frankly yeah i'm like i'm wondering (laughs) how close i am and, and to anybody else here either and then that gives an opportunity for truth to come in because it may be the fact that you're mistaken and it may be the fact that it's a lie and it just feels that way. And you need to confess that thing. So somebody can go, Oh my God, that's not, let me show you why that's not true at all. A, A, B, C, D and E, or that may just need to be brought to light to go. Yeah. Oh man, I feel that too. I didn't know anyone else felt like that, Yeah. but I feel that too. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, or it's just, it starts with everything to, to me, to us, it starts with that confession. Yeah. Because until that can be brought to the light, we don't know the solution to that because that could be true. That could be not true. That could be the same for the person you just shared it with, but it starts with there and nothing. I don't feel like anything can happen unless it's it's seen. Yeah. It's just sort of like with the medical analogy, it's just like we can't operate on cancer unless we know cancer is there. Um, That's good. Uh, so it starts with that. So it's not, I don't have a quick. No, I love that. I think that's, I, don't I, have a, I think that's, that's the key because there's two different sides to a relationship. There's the person that has the, in that relationship or in that situation, there's a person that has the issue or has the thing that comes to someone else for advice or for help. And I think I basically asked you, what do you tell the person who needs the help? 
and I think you kind of gave us uh, instruction on how you handle that because step one should be for us receiving to not have all the answers and to, to not even think that you have the answers. Because if, yeah. if we're really wanting to like give Christian love to someone, that's not a love that comes with all the answers. It's a love that that knows someone who can lead us into all truth, right? And so mm-hmm. helping lead that person into all truth is is really all we can do. And I think that's what ultimately in that, that phone call that we had last week where you kind of said I was uh, shining in that moment was me practicing that. Like I don't have the answers. Mm-hmm. I, I do know a truth <laughs> and it, it's a truth that's strong that we can have peace we can lean mm-hmm. on that. Let's figure the rest of it out together. Like, let's do this together. I am choosing to be with you in this. And uh, and and be willing to – here's the other thing is, like, the thing about having to ha- have an answer is, like, we're almost saying, like, let me solve this as quickly as possible. It, so I can move on to the next person. Ah. So I can – so we can be whatever. Yeah. So, so, like – I could Google, we could get on Amazon right now and I could find you 10 Christian books on like what to do when you're feeling lonely. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I could easily be like, Oh, this book, you should totally read this. Take that a little bit further. I could have like 10 verses mm. that lined up for you. Like, go, oh, man, these are some ones that I meditate on. Like when you're feeling lonely and guess what? They're all about like, God is, well, you know what, brother, God's, how could you be lonely? God's with you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll never and, leave uh, you or forsake you. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. But Adam it was not good that he was lonely, but it's, you know, Yep. but you're supposed to be okay with it. And so, um, <laughs> no, I, and, and, I and, and, and so to me, and we, ta- I've, I know we've talked about it a little before, but this is, this goes into discipleship a little bit. Mm. And I, I call discipleship friendship. I, I think it's, um, maybe it always meant that way, but I feel like in this day and age, it's, it's friendship and, um, and friendship implies like time. Like I'm going to walk with you yeah. through this. And even the way we say that is like, I'm going to like lead you to the answer. It's not even really that I'm going to walk with you in this and just walk, we're going to walk together. Yeah. And because you opened up your heart to me, I'm going to open up my heart to you. It's good. And, um, however long that takes. I yeah. just think it's just everything, everything starts with though is, is honesty. Like you said, honesty and confession. Yeah. With the people that you're in, in, in your life. <laughs> so, so the person that's listening to this or in your life that, that is involved in a lot of stuff, but feels at the end of the day, feels lonely. I don't feel like I have anybody that loves me. Well, it starts with confession and well, who too? Well, with those people that you're around. Yeah. And, um, it's important. Yeah. It's important. It's good, man. I, uh... Yeah. Feeling like you don't have the answer. I love that po- posture. It's a posture of humility, not, yeah, not, not disbelieving that you have the answer. Yeah. And, Oh, this person and, and not believing that because this person shared with you is, Oh, I must have the answer or else they wouldn't have asked me. Well, I think one, I think one thing that's good to know as a, as a Christian, as a born again believer is that God does have the answer, 
I think where, where I've gone wrong and where a lot of Christians go wrong is they think that means that I also have the answer <laughs> and it doesn't. Uh-huh. So if this is a real journey, like really leading someone to the Lord is <laughs> we, you know, we, we've taken that as stand on the street corner and make them ask Jesus into their heart, you know, but leading someone to the Lord is literally like, hey, I don't have the answers here. He does though. Let's, let's go together. Let's, let's go to him together yeah. and, and, and help you find not even the final answer, but help you find your next step. You know, am I okay with that? Like this may take time, this journey with you, this relationship with you might not be for the, the end zone or might not be for that finish line. It might be for the next step, you know, like you walking with is the answer. Yes. Yes. That's good. Yep. And I have, and I have that, I have the ability to take the next step with someone, you know, of course. Yeah. That's good. And, and, and seem, and there are times where it can seem like, or like, is this doing any good? Right. Uh, do I, am I seeing any progress yeah. in them? Yeah. Are they straightening and up so there's their a life? Big, <laughs> are I, they happier? Yeah. yeah. But man, well, I think another thing we revelation we've had for doing these safe times for over a year, about a year and a half is that it's trusting that the Lord is working mm. and the Holy Spirit is in his timing is, is working. And our job is just to show up. Our job is to encourage and pray and listen and understand and love. And, uh, it, and regardless of what we can see, yeah. um, as long as we are showing up and speaking truth and love and that's it. We, we let go of the results. That's good. So we let go of the outcome that we think that need to happen. And uh, it's all, it's, it still goes back to some humility there. You yeah. know, we, <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's just because there's a couple things it's humility, but it's also discouraged. <laughs> you're, you're what? What'd you say? You'll get discouraged. Yes. Yeah. If people are, hurdles yeah your hoops your benchmarks yeah of what you think they should be by when yeah uh so not only don't you know what should happen and what needs to happen you also will get discouraged because it's not happening so there's a couple of good reasons well and i think that again we're going there we're talking about like looking too far ahead not being present enough you know like if i'm if i'm Uh always looking at the finish line you know, this, this race becomes an eternity, you know, if I'm always looking at the finish line and I may not experience that finish line with that person, you know, you've, no, we've talked right. about that before too, about seasonal seasons. friendships, man. And it's, yes. again, is this okay right now? What I have, is this good enough yeah. for right now? Is this okay? If it is live in it, because guess what? You're going to have different friends. A year from now, five <laughs> years from now, somebody else that's going to help you come to the next step in your life. You know, I didn't have friends my yes. whole life that could help me generate wealth or that could give uh-huh. me business ideas. It wasn't until the last year and a half that the Lord brought people into my life that could help me understand money yeah. and understand business. And yeah. I've got to be okay with that, man. You know, I've totally. got to be okay with my right now with what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm it's o- true. And I'm okay with having, I think maybe it's, it's okay to have your eyes on the prize, but your heart's got to be right now. <laughs> like, 
Like your heart's got to be present. You know what I mean? You can see the you can uh, see the finish line, but have your heart in the race right now. There's some truth what you just said. The just being present in the day to day in in today in now yeah. it it covers a multitude of mm. anxieties and worries. Tell me how you can have regret or shame or anxiety or worry or fear mm. if you're in the present. Yeah, it's true. It's just really hard. Yeah, it's just really hard. It's good. Um, and it's just it's it's a key to everything. It is really a key to everything. I, I find for sure in my life, um, if I'm in guilt or shame or fear or anxiety, mm-hmm. you're either looking I'm either looking in the past yep. forward or backwards, man. It's good. And we just don't know. We just don't know. It's good. And there's so much freedom in that. There is. Yeah. Bro, this has been awesome. I appreciate you. I value. Well, that's I, good. I've always valued your thoughts. You're a thinker. I appreciate the. I just appreciate you, man. Yeah. Well, I'm, I want to congratulate you, you, man. This yeah. is. Uh, you've done seventy-five episodes. Seventy-five episodes, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I remember when. I remember when you were like, you didn't even know how to operate a computer, and you were yep. like telling me you were going to do a podcast, and yeah. I looked at you. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, Very cool. Man. I appreciate it. You've been the, uh, the the biggest guest too. I've had you on more times than anybody. So thank you for that. You've shared you've shared in this, bro. I'm always willing to fill in. I'm always willing. I love you, dude. Yeah. Love your family. Bless you guys. Uh, All right. Thanks. Love you too, man. All right, buddy. See thanks ya. for having me on. It's an honor.